Hey yo, welcome to Kiki's Corner, where biblical principles meet culture. Hello everyone, my name is Kiki Francois. I am your host. This is my corner of the world where I get the opportunity to be holy as Christ has called me to be holy and cultivate a space for others to join in. Woo! I am a writer, poet, rhetorician, disciple, and theo activist. I am a Christ follower, and welcome to episode five of Kiki's Corner, where biblical principles meet culture. Episode five. Let's go, y'all. Um, <laughs> the name of this episode is Fear. And I wanted to um, do this episode uh, because. I feel like fear is a driving force for human behavior. And especially in our generation, um, fear has been weaponized. Fear has been uh, put into so many different categories and and used to strangle out um, the potential and gifts and life, to be honest, um, of God's children and, and of the people of the world. So let's, let's um, talk about fear. What is fear? Well, according to Merriam-Webster, fear is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. Um, And that is fear used as a noun. Fear used as a verb is someone that is, um, well, it means to be afraid of someone or something as likely to be dangerous or threatening. Um, Another definition we can use is anxious concern or reason for alarm. Uh, And also, I would like to make the distinction between fear and anxiety. Uh, Fear and anxiety produces similar responses, but they have but they stem from different like reasons. So the terms are not interchangeable, even though the symptoms overlap. Uh, Fear relates to a known um, or understood threat. So like you can see that like, oh, there is a dog over there. I am afraid. Um, And that's fear. But anxiety is. follows from the unknown. So you can see a bush and you can hear something in it and you're like, oh my goodness, what is that? You kind of have like an anxiety from it of not knowing what it could possibly be. And then you find out that it's a cat. So um, that is pretty much what you know, the difference between fear and anxiety. So fear is an emotional response to a known or definite threat. Fear causes anxiety and anxiety can cause fear. Um, and so the first uh, just thing I want to address is how does the world handle fear? Um, well, uh, there is a New York Times piece called How Do You Handle Fear by Natalie Prokes. It's from a 2017 article. And she said that fear drives human behavior. And I thought that was so significant. I said that earlier in the podcast, but um, early in the episode. But I thought that that was very, very profound. Um, how much fear is driving us to not reach our goals or attain um, the things that God has placed in front of us, or fear is causing us to run away um, from the things that God has called us to, um, you know, and so it it literally drives human behavior. Um, I've experienced fear. Um, I think everyone under the sound of my voice has experienced fear. Um, So that's that's one way. Um, And so let me make this clear as well. There are different types and levels of fear. So you can have fear of rejection, fear of the known um, of a known physical threat, fear of intimacy, fear of change. Um, you can also have a phobia. Um, it's a fear of something, and then you you know you add the the word of 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 whatever it, it could be. Um, so 
Yeah, so the world also responds to fear with coping mechanisms. So some coping mechanisms for fear from um, an article from Very Well Mind um, said this, you can one, accept your feelings, two, reestablish you know, a usual routine, three, create a mental safe place uh, for yourself, and then four, seek support and connection. And I would agree with those um, terms. I would agree with some of those, the practicalities of um, that article and, and of those steps. Um, also, the, the world responds in two other ways, fight or flight. I think Quavo said in his song, Motorsport, face all your fears, then get at me. Um, and so, you know, it's a natural human response to fight um, something that you're afraid of because you're trying to protect or defend yourself. Um, and sometimes it's good and sometimes it's not um, because sometimes the fear could be irrational or the the, the fear could be, um, you know, non-threatening. Um and it can it can turn into an anxiety, um, and so yeah, so that that's one. But also the flight part of it. Um, so you hear a gunshot and you run. You're like, oh, I gotta go, and that's that's a real reality. Um, but sometimes you know you're afraid of something outside of you that you can't even see, but you kind of know that it's there, and you leave a certain situation or a certain place because you're afraid of it. Um, I know me, uh, going back to Enneagram, I'm an Enneagram eight wing seven. It says that I have like fears of, um, you know, faceless robots. So like, um, like kind of something that's like outside of me, um, that I can't control. I can't see. And I'm like afraid of that. And that like kind of brings vulnerability, uh, and, and brings irrational thoughts. And so that's kind of what I, how the world responds to fear. Um, they respond to it with fight or flight or they respond to it with coping mechanisms, or they respond to it um, with, uh, you know, just like, like it drives their human behavior. So it drives what they do. Um, and it kind of controls them. So we have control, coping mechanism, and then also fight and flight, fight or flight, um, which can be interchangeable um, in a sense. But what does the Bible say about fear? Um, what, what, how can we respond to fear from a biblical standpoint? Well, here are the three biblical principles that I'm going to give um, you all. Um, the first one is trust. The second one is guard your heart. And the last one is faith. Proverbs 3, 5 says this, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall make your paths straight. Fear comes to cripple you. Fear comes to um, talk to you. Fear comes to drive your behavior. Fear comes to um, make you think things that are not true or could be true, but the possibilities are not high at all. Um, and if you trust in God and say, Lord, I trust in you with all of my heart and lean not on my own understanding, but I acknowledge you in all of my ways, um, then I know that you will make my path straight and I have nothing to fear. So I love what John Ragendale said about um Proverbs 3, 5, and trusting God. He says, trusting God means entrusting him with every aspect of our lives as we follow his commandments and pray for his guidance. When we experience the inevitable anxieties and pains of life here on earth, we must accept God's will and seek his healing touch. And at times we must be willing to wait patiently for God to reveal plans that only he can see. So if you have fear of rejection, fear of intimacy, fear of getting that job, fear 
of um, where's my life going, fear of a definite things that are actually concrete, that are actually real. Um, trust in God. Um, trust in him with all your heart. Um, don't lean on what you can see. Don't lean on your sight, but lean on God, the one who created you. The one who loves you, loves you, and loved you that so much that he sent his only begotten son down the cross for you. Um, I'll give you an example. The other night, I was I was afraid and I had a, a fear, and I responded in such a way that I didn't trust God. That actually, like, I, I didn't believe God for protection and comfort, and that caused me to respond in a way that the world um, would respond, and that was flight. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I need to go. Um, this is not going to work. I am fearful and I need some help. I can't do this. Oh no. I got, I got to bounce. Um, it's my favorite word. I got to bounce. I'll see y'all later. Um, <laughs> but it was a really irrational fear. And I was like, you know what? That was crazy. I should have just really trusted God, uh, for protection and comfort. I shouldn't have, um, just, left the scene. Um, I should have really just stayed where I was. Um, second Samuel says this. second Samuel 22 verses two through three says this, the Lord is my rock, my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my mountain where I seek refuge, uh, my shield, the horn of my salvation, my stronghold, my refuge and my savior. Um, so remember that God is steady. He's, you can trust him because he's your rock. He's he's a fortress. He's a deliverer. Um, he's a mountain where you can seek refuge and be okay. He's a shield um, and the horn of my salvation, my refuge, and my savior. God never changes. He's, he's going to be the same. He's going to be stable. So you don't have to fear the changes of this world. You don't, you don't have to adapt to it because you know who your rock is. Uh, Psalm 125.1 says this, those who trust in the Lord are like Mount Zion. It cannot be shaken. It remains forever. Um, so trust y'all. Trust in God. Um, he's, he's not going to change up on you and he, he has your back. Uh, second biblical principle, guard your heart. Let's do it. Proverbs 4.23 says this, guard your heart above all else for it, for it is the source of life. Um, and you know, as believers, we must remain vigilant. Not only must we resist Satan when he confronts us, but we must also avoid the people and places where Satan can most easily deceive or tempt us. Y'all, we got to guard our heart. We cannot put ourselves in, in jeopardizing situations. If we try to spirit by the spirit and know that, Hey, it's something over there and, and something internally or something mentally ain't right. You, you you have to avoid it. You have to guard your heart and guard what you're watching on TV. You have to guard, um, you know, when you're scrolling on Instagram or Twitter, you have to guard yourself and say, I, I know I have certain triggers, so I can't watch a Harry Potter movie. You know what I'm saying? Or I can't watch this. I can't do that because it's going to invoke fear. Um, it's going to, and then, and then, which leads to anxiety. And so, um, you, we have to watch for those triggers. I love what Thomas Kempis says. He says, above all, we must be especially alert against the beginnings of temptation for the enemy is more easily conquered if he is refused admittance to the mind and is met beyond the threshold when he knocks. Ooh, cut it at the root so it won't bear poison fruit. Okay, cut it at the root. No enemy. No, you cannot come in. I'm guarding my heart. 
I'm not going to let anything come in and feed my spirit, but I'm going to let the angels minister to me and I'm going to trust in God. And I'm going to guard my heart from um, the fears of this world and, and the, 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 the dangers and the evils of this world because I know who my master and my savior is. Okay, and the last biblical principle that I have for you all is faith. Isaiah 41.10 says this, do not be afraid because I am your God. I will make you strong and will help you. I will support you with my right hand that saves you. Have faith, y'all. Faith is powerful. Faith can cast out all fear just like love. If you only have faith. I love what Charlie Dates said at a seminar a few months back. He said, if you just give God a chance, what would happen? If you just give God a chance to intervene and to carry you, what will happen? And I think this is powerful because we give mere humans chance after chance and they fail us and, and they, they, they don't come through sometimes, but, but maybe it's because they are tangible and we can, we can quote unquote trust them because we, we can trust what we see and we don't trust what we can't see, but that's faith the evidence of things not seen, the belief that God will and God can. Y'all better have some faith today. Um, so trust God, guard your heart, and have faith. Um, and before we pray, let me remind y'all that we serve a big God. He who watches Israel neither sleeps nor slumbers. God is watching. He got you. He loves you. He loves you. He is faithful to you, even when you're faithless. Believe God to know what's best. Fear him, not the world, because the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. That fear means honor, respect, and reverence. So remember this, that we serve a big God. Do not be afraid. Um, I'm going to read from um, our prayer today. We're going to end with Psalm 91, and I'm going to read the entire thing. So fire heads. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him I will trust. Surely he shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler. And from the perilous pestilence, he shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings, you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in, in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked because you have made the Lord who is my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling for he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands, they shall bear you up lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. It will be with him in trouble. 
I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. If you like what you heard, please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Kiki's Corner Podcast. That's Kiki's Corner with an S podcast. Check out my website, kikifrancois.com, for bookings, content, and past episodes from this show. I update the website weekly, and I'm constantly on Instagram. Y'all should just call me the late night preacher. Um, (laughs) If you would like to be featured on this show, please DM me on my Instagram or email me at kikiscornerpodcast at gmail.com. That is all that I have for y'all. Y'all have a beautiful week. Peace.